so fantastic. The first person I talked to was a gentleman here that had been displaced. And I don't mean displaced, displaced. He, he had a family and he worked and everything, but he was from Oklahoma and he, he wanted to come here and actually protest because he said, this is my right as an American and back in Oklahoma, this is what we do. We come out and we stand for our rights. And he brought his lovely wife who in the middle of the conversation started to nurse her baby and I thought, this is not the kind of revolutionary that the LAPD, in fact, they packed up and it was really funny. They packed up their riot vans early, and they packed up the riot vans, and the first thing they ended up doing is one of them broke down. So that sort of is the telltale sign that they weren't really prepared for this either. And they towed their, their riot squad police van back, and I continued to walk around it. And I thought to these guys, in fact, at one point I said, hey, you know, all you police guys are in the sun. All the protesters are in the shade. I think maybe you can be part of the 99 and get into the shade too. So maybe it's all about helping everybody, and, and that's what I'm really sensing. And of course, the next person, and I'm not, I'm not lying to you, the next person I talked to, part of the Bike Coalition, uh, someone else from the Film Center who just came on their own, and then of course, pregnant people. There were so many pregnant women here at the last week's thing, and it's just grown since then. Uh, I've been dropping off some food. Uh, the film I was on with Retro Media, uh, were really kind and gracious to let me take home uh, the second meal, some of the snacks that they didn't eat in the morning, and I just dropped it off. So I, I'm putting the challenge out there for all the film crews that are in the area. If you're close by, come on down and donate, like just some, you know, your extra water or something at the end of the day, so you don't have to waste gas and take it back to the production office. And uh, some people will benefit down here. So it's all about people coming down here and seeing you know, how, how people are actually occupying your Los Angeles. You're part of that Los Angeles. Even you, Trick Miller. I'm wondering when you're going to pull out the wheels of steel and start spinning here for us. Um, my wheels are aluminum right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ride to, ride to breakfast in a minute. Uh, so we're here well, in downtown. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pulling a William Shapner. I just, I just loogied in his eye. Sorry. No, just it was a light spray. So um, here's Nick back with uh, Bike Talk. And, um, Thank you so much, Patrick. I just wanted to say one thing, slightly uh, off topic from Occupy LA, but um, you know we're starting today to um, we're we're starting today to promote the All City Toy Ride. So if you want to find out about the All City Toy Ride, the biggest uh, bicycle toy charity in Los Angeles, go to midnightriders.com, and um, we'll we'll get you about that. That's I don't know. That's what I'm doing. Today. That's how I'm occupying LA today. Cool. So that's Patrick Miller. He's a DJ. He does uh, he does music for some of the rides. He does a show on KPFK called Two Wheels and a Microphone. Uh, occasionally, occasional spot on uh, here in the city, Two Wheels and a Microphone. Cool. Um, so you're going to get breakfast and we'll see you at Tour de Fat, right? We'll see you later at Tour de Fat. Cool. Thanks for talking. Get this get this guy off the phone and get, get him on the mic. He's on with TJ. Can TJ talk to us about what he's going to do? I got fucked up. In Vegas, yeah. Here is TJ. You're on live on Bike Talk. TJ oh, TJ from Orange Twenty is bring is gonna be. I <laughs> TJ from uh, TJ from Orange Twenty is gonna be donating patch kits and various helpful items to the Occupy LA Share Bike program. It's gonna be awesome. Thank you, TJ. That's great. Thank you, TJ. Got it. Okay. Yeah, come on through. Okay. Cool. We'll talk to you. TJ from Orange Twenty Bikes. Yes, awesome. The share bike program is growing, and uh, people are digging it. People are digging it. People so be happy about it. We've let's talk about uh, chicken leather sartorial sense. Bikes now. Oh, whose phone is this? 
He looks like one of the villains on the old Batman show. <laughs> oh. So I do going? not like one of the villains. I look like like thug number one that you'd always see in the credits. You know, Cesar Romero would be like, get me some good thugs for the show. The ones you got last time, they looked a little too fairy. I want some thugs that can you really believe could take a punch. And so I said, oh. But uh, you know what? It's, I think it's more about the attitude that you grab on this thing. Anyway, we're here at Occupy LA, and I'm just amazed by people. There are a lot of people have the silkscreen sign that's uh, 99%, and the 99% means that you're part of this 99% that's kind of holding the weight, the, the crutch of the whole uh, uh, experience here. And the 1% is the one that have the money that probably could actually bail us out of this whole mess, and we wouldn't have to be down here on our weekends and do this thing. So, Roblox, we could be at the Tour de Fat. The Tour de Fat, yeah. Um, we were talking about you when you weren't here. We were talking about your accident on the way to Vegas. Yeah, I heard that a little bit. Yes, and it's true. You were listening? I was. I was like, shit, I got to get down there. <laughs> um, yeah, it was It was a freak accident. And um, sadly, you know, it, it, it put me in the hospital for sure. So I've always encouraged people to wear helmets, but, you well, know. I got mine on today. See? That was a... Uh, you heard me talking about that, huh? Yeah. No, that was definitely a uh, uh, a surprise, and I'm I'm definitely not going to be uh, riding without a helmet. I mean, I got a concussion out of that. It was crazy. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. So wear your helmets out there, people. Um, Even though in the Netherlands, nobody wears helmets. Right. Well, and that was what was inspiring me not to wear one. But that point before. Yeah. That um, that it was uh, if you make it safe enough to ride with without a helmet. You're making it safe for a lot more people than if you just make it safe for people with helmets. But you know what? This was... This I mean, was pedestrians a, don't wear helmets. This had nothing to do with any infrastructure. It had nothing to do with cars. Uh. It was it was literally equipment failure. It was a Shimano crank that broke in half. Uh-oh. And they had a... Uh, they actually had a recall on it, like, oh. in the 90s, I found out. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it, it was a manufacturer's defect. You, so you, you never know. You raise a... Yeah, you raise a good question because a lot of our people out there are riding 20, 30-year-old bikes. I, I know that Sexy and I once got a, a real good shock when, when um, on one of the Midnight Riders, somebody had a, a massive failure with their fork. And we kind of looked at each other that day. And we, we took it a little slower than we usually did. We, we talked about this. Yeah, we know his name. I wasn't going to bring it up. But, yeah, Marcus and, and Kim went down. Yeah. You remember that night, right? Yeah. That was when they were still together and kind of riding cannons yeah, we're, we're just like it's one of those days where we're just bringing out all the dirt and the dust and stuff. Yeah. I, let's talk about Occupy LA, yeah, let's and let's talk about how. Oh, uh, let's let yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, so we're talking about Occupy LA, and so far I've come down to the General Assembly meetings, and I've been promoting Ciclavia, and I've been promoting the idea that. All of these people here should start focusing on walking, biking, and public transportation because one of the things, if you want to be that change in the world, then you have to, you have to start with yourself. And what we're doing right now is we've spent three or four trillion dollars of our treasure on the other side of the world bombing broke people for cheap gas right. because of our addiction to cars and gasoline. And so if we want to really start affecting change on that end, I think that as a nation, we should be focusing on biking, walking, and public transit. And that's not only going to help our gas addiction 
it's going to help our healthcare problem and our obesity problem because if we get humans, us as human animals, we're meant to be walking across this earth. And if we use our own two feet, it's going to help us make everything cheaper. I mean, the fact that we won't be using 4,000-pound pavement-destroying machines on our streets, we won't have to constantly repave them, we won't be spending money on that, we can focus our money on education. There's a lot of things that stem out of the bicycle and walking and well, it's that equation. being active. It's an equation with the economy that we always think about. It's like guns or butter. Either you have enough to buy butter in a, in a real basic sense or all your money is going for guns or all your money is going to butter and you can't really have them go to both things. And right now all our money is going to guns, to, to the war machine, as opposed to going to things like health care, education, uh, things that really we have to see if we want to get to the next level with future and stuff, if we want to build the next generation of, of uh, scientists, of, of doctors, of, of people that are really going to make a difference and stuff. That's more of an education thing now, I think. You know, it, it all relates back to, I mean, you could wipe this into very different kind of, uh, uh, what, what is this money going to? What program is this money going to? What, where is it going? And I think it, we have to transcend that. Remember that these dollar signs really equate to people. I mean, if this dollar is going to this, you're actually Xing out a person out of this equation. And I think we, we have to realize that. And I think a lot of what, it's not about, I mean, we see the signs, we see all the people in their things, and we see all the, the bands and everything else here. But let's, let's look at the real issue. It's about, like, these people are taking time to show that this is the problem that needs to be solved. And I think a lot of the, the, the solutions rest in rethinking how transportation as, as a way it means around here needs to be filming roadblock here. <laughs> He's him. filming while yeah. doing the interview. Filming the reaction. <laughs> yeah, the reaction shot. DJ, chicken leather is always filming. Well, yeah. Is it because, because of memory problems? What's going on here? back and I can remember what somebody did in last year's Tour de Fat. So this year I can say, wow, he did a great job at last Tour de Fat and I actually recognized the person. So we're back. Here I am checking out of this plastic bottle, totally wasting our earth resources. Are you going to recycle it? Yes. Are you going to run for uh, off city, city council, something like that? Wow. Yeah, maybe someday. That'd be awesome. I don't think that the uh, powers that be are yet running on the platform of a truly green and sustainable economy. I think we're still wasting a lot of corporate dollars in our politicians. It's, it's been a week since last year's beginning of this thing. And finally, we're seeing a new had uh, some sort of battery failure with their uh, equipment. But I, I did see a news trucks covering the, uh, the Michael Jackson high. Yeah, there's like, there's like 20, 20 news trucks covering the Michael Jackson uh, doctor trial. Yet yeah, there's. Flat tires, so they decided, I guess, to pull out their equipment and bring it over here, to, which is kind of, <laughs> it's kind of silly. Anyway, um, we got, you want to interview somebody? Sure. This is How are you guys doing? Who do we have here? Uh, my name is Ben. Ben. Mose. Ben Mose. Cool. I'm Paula. Paula. How are you doing? Good. So you guys are. Have you been at Occupy LA for? Oh, what was it first? Just for, a few hours. just for a few hours. Cool. How did you guys get down? Oh, we took the bus. Awesome. From Santa Monica. Santa Monica. All right. 733? The 10. Awesome. That's the Express, right? Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for coming down. Yeah. The show is called Bike Talk. This is our host, Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, um, so wh why'd you come down? I want to support everybody on here. I want to support the, the 99%. I'm tired of the greed. I'm tired of hearing job creators and, and linking it with hoarding money. and I'm, I'm tired of it. I want to support them. 
you ever do you ever come out to stuff like this? Have you been active politically? Oh, but no, not yet. This is it, and there will be plenty more after this. I'm sure. Love it. Love the energy. How long you been here? Just for me? Uh, just a few hours. Now. You met the people? Yeah, I've been walking around, taking photographs, speaking with people, asking them why they're out here, and and uh, just. I'd... If you had one or two or three demands that you wanted out of this, what would you say? The Wall Street that caused this should be held responsible and be accountable to take money out of all politics. It should be it should be no money politics, and we should run our system like England does, just like six months before, not where it's all corporate sponsored by the media, private donations. I mean, it's crazy. And I've been following this since uh, September 17th with the uh, Wall Street and I. I've been following coverage. I read. I've been watching online and some stuff on TV. So I'm, I'm excited to protest. I've been in Washington. I've been in Earth. I've been in L.A. So I'm here to support. I'm a filmmaker and a photographer, so I'm here to also document it. Demands? Oh, man. Uh, I want fairness. I want, I want people that are struggling to eat to have a chance. I want people... I want to see somebody homeless living in a Bentley. I want to see, I want to see one banker held accountable. I want to know... Who this? And I don't want people saying, let's look to the future, let's not look to the past. I want to look to now. I don't want this to happen again. I want my mom to feel safe in her home. That's I right on. Feel safe. Right on. Love what you said about money and politics. Seems to be a theme going around. There's. How can we have a chance for one vote to millions of dollars? Who are they paying off? I mean, you spend X amount of money and you expect that much to come back to you. But one vote doesn't seem to work anymore until we get money out, and it will work. It does work. It's just we've corrupted the system with money. And they're listening to us because it's like Amy Goodman says from Democracy Now! We are the silenced majority. We're the majority, but we're not being heard. Definitely. That's right. Comments? Comments. What's your three demands? My three demands? Um, I want uh, I'd like a job. Uh, I have a master's degree. I have a job. I'd like health. I would like some opportunity. I feel like there's not a lot of opportunity for for, for anything for, um, for for you know, for everyone. I mean, it's it's, it's really vague. But I, there's we don't have as much opportunity as our, our parents had, and to some degree, our parents' parents. Um, so I'm here for for the the ability and the hope. And I believe that we, there's a lot of money, like Michael Moore says, there is money, but it's in the hands of very few. And we've allowed this through the politicians to make these certain votes and legislation. And if we stop that, why should we be paying somebody to go and have companies over in China and give tech support for that? That's insane. All those things need to be taken away. And we need to be, she, I, we're all very educated people. Why can't we get small independent loans at small interest and make it very accessible for us to become entrepreneurial? Because we have the spirit. We have will. But where is where are the corporations? They're not doing it because all they care about is their profits going up and up and up. Yeah, somehow we had four or five trillion dollars in the last ten years to go bomb broke people on the other side of the earth. What, what happened? Where'd that money? You know, this is all in debt. The wars are not paid for. Nick, your three demands. Oh uh, wow, demands. I I feel like this is the this is the f- the ground that things come out of. You know, and that you know, it's just a matter of. Uh, of making the connections, and uh, I guess I, I mean I think out of when you look at what comes out of things, it's like uh, it's the this is the, the to me the intellectual work that's being done here, and people are deciding what they want, and they're meeting each other and they're staying in touch, 
and you know you, you hear people talk about okay my one of my demands would be um to try to and i don't know how it's possible but to try to make it that you know one 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 person has the same amount of influence you know no matter who they are that would be money a demand of, money out of politics here to see young people camping out it's so awesome definitely inspiring to see the young people we need to see i think we need to see more middle-aged people too Absolutely. you know i agree, I agree. Yeah. because they've they they're they're seeing the big picture right i think there's a lot of people that are sitting at home with their heads down going harumph i'm in this system and there's not much i can do about it if they would just come out and we start the dialogue and start talking about what kinds of things we can do to change this because it's possible. People say, well, what are their demands? What are their demands? And I said, you know, just like in, when you're in Congress, you're not going to get all the representatives agreeing. You're not going to get all the senators agreeing. So now you expect these people in a short period of time to have their uh, demands clearly stated. It's about democracy in action. And we're seeing that now. And people are saying the same thing. They want opportunities. They want ability to have a home and to be able to work and to have health care. And to not work so hard just to have so little. Yeah, the health care thing was always boggling my mind. When, when, uh, when it came to Congress, it was it, the single payer option was instantly uh, taken out of the conversation. Yeah, and that was so frustrating to me because that really, like, people don't understand the single payer option is basically just about financing. We're pooling the entire nation's money together and financing Medicare, uh, you know, healthcare instead of having smaller pools that go to private profitable sources. We're just making it a nonprofit huge pool of money that will finance our healthcare and that that's how they do it in modern nations around the world. It's just take the Medicare age down and give coverage for everybody and the percentage is better it's cheaper and better care. Yeah. Because the, the what's happening with managed care it's just the, the managers are getting all the money and and all what they care about is profits not about health. Exactly. Yeah, bringing the age down on Medicare would have solved the whole thing. I mean, my parents love Medicare. They don't want to see it go away. All these Republicans that uh, complain about Obama, they don't want to give up their Medicare. So, all of a sudden, it's like, it's just... A challenge to the Congress people and say, why don't you go without medical care and see how you could, how you could survive? Totally, totally. Actually, they, they increased their medical care this year, actually, with the bill. Yeah, and it's it's really different. It, it's funny because I, I really would like to see that expanded to everyone. I mean, if it's good enough for the go the, co the yeah. Congress, why can't it be good enough for everyone? Yeah, I don't, Let I don't them want, eat cake. I don't want them to come down to our level. I want to go up to their level. <laughs> they're not feeling the pain is why. I'm saying yeah, they're not feeling yeah. the pain. You know, if you're without something, you know what it feels like. I, I uh, work in the entertainment industry, and I've had this talk so many times on a set because we end up working long hours. I mean, and I'm not talking like 10 hours, 12 hours. It's like when you get to 14 or 16 hours, you increase your ability to get hurt on a set. Let's be honest. And it's like there's, there's all sorts of people that say, you know what? If you don't do this, we'll just hire somebody else out of the, out of the gene pool, quote unquote, just out there. And we're just going, well, you know, we have to work. But we really would love to see, like, if I get hurt or something, it's like I'm not rushing to an emergency ward and giving them a, a fake lie to say, oh, yeah, I was doing this in my backyard at 2 in the morning. Obviously, I'm on a set. You know, I'm dressed like I'm working that way. Uh, these, these are things, just honest work for honest people, honest uh, health care for honest people. Are you filming people. right now? I'm filming you. Okay. I'm filming me.
Hey, in other news, too, Jerry Brown voted down the three-foot passing law for cyclists. For cyclists. But, yeah. but he voted the shark fin law, so I, I'm saying... What is that law? The law was basically that you have to give cyclists at least three feet of passing space and a, and slow down to 15 miles per hour difference between your speed and their speed. That would have been great. I mean, that's part of modernizing. I mean, it's, it's funny to say, but... No, he didn't. He didn't. He vetoed it. The entire the Congress sent it to him. Sent him the bill. The state Senate and the, the state Congress sent it to him. Passed it right, and he vetoed it because of pressure from AAA and CHP. So get rid of your AAA cards. Yeah, it's lobbying power. Right. The AAA had lobbying power over it. Every piece of clean air legislation is fought by AAA, which is the largest membership organization outside the Catholic Church. That's basically the auto lobby right there, and it's it's disgusting. We could, I mean, we need to modernize transportation so that we can accommodate all forms of travel. We won't be able to let somebody who wants to walk walk. Somebody who wants to ride a bike should be able to ride a bike. Encourage to, not just, you know, we should be encouraging people walking to ride bikes. And you know, what is it? I've heard in LA, it's every person, uh, the average. Average amount of people, there's twice as many cars for the average amount of people. Something ridiculous, ridiculous yeah. like that, you know. Yeah. Driving a mile and a half to get your, to get your Coke and your, and your jug of ice cream or whatever. And then, you know, whatever, it's just gross. So wait a minute, wait a minute. If we, if you're saying we make it, you know, encourage them, uh, Fisky? Uh, tax breaks? I mean... Yeah, I mean, we give carbon credits to, to silly corporations for polluting. Why can't we give it like a, a credit or something? You know, if if you built out the street so that, let's say a third of it was dedicated to walk and biking, that's a third of a street that isn't getting destroyed by four thousand pound machines. That saves us money and it gives people health to stay healthy. So it decreases all the costs for medical. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I mean, it makes so much sense. Yet. Somehow, are the people in power the one percent? Well, I don't know what it is. They're not going to make any money off of, off of bike riders. You make money having a car, making those payments, insurance, getting it repaired. I mean, you're spending ten, twelve thousand dollars a year on a car. So we, we kind of see where the money's influencing those decisions as well. So I'm noticing that uh, I, I noticed some guy, uh, Chap Thirty Four, is out here. And the reason I remember him, he was at the. May Day kind of focus that I was at, so I was there covering hands, but he's here covering the thing, so we're seeing some mainstream media. I'm, I'm thinking Channel 34. Uh, they're in my book now. Aren't they owned by some sort of conglomerate that owns Nabisco? Well, Nabisco or, or NBC is the we cookie company, is them. Awesome. So, well, thank you. Take care. And, uh, good luck with thanks again. Thanks again. And thanks for taking the bus out here. That's amazing. Radio, yes. Who do we have here? But there's a, hi, my name's Brian. I'm the librarian. Hi, how you doing? I have no demands. Wait, wait, let me say something. Okay, April, what's Brian, this is really exciting. So, so Brian's been on the road since June. Since June. And he gave up his home in Brooklyn, and he's been at Occupy Baltimore and Occupy New York, and he's the librarian. He, I don't know if you've seen, there's a library over here. He has a whole collection of, of oh, books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. so this is Brian's he's project. Is, is reading fundamental in demonstrating? In demonstrating, no. But I think libraries are fundamental in expressing to communities uh, points of view. So, for example, 
we had very few books in Spanish, and we were trying very, very hard to get as many books in Spanish as possible. They started to come in, and as our Spanish section is flourishing, you will see many Spanish people now hanging out at the library and spending more time with the occupation. I think if you really reach out and just build libraries in different cities and really see like what you need, what demographic are you missing, and then seek out books that speak to that person's perspective, you will see them come. Are you a librarian by training or by passion? No, I was in advertising before this. Oh, even better. Uh, I mean, the transition is even better. Do you want the microphone? No, I think you should ask the question. Okay, great. So, um, how did this? Pro- how was this project born? Uh, the library project? Yes. I think it's just natural that people bring books into these sort of things, and I'm here to organize it, I suppose. What's in the collection over there? Uh, we have a lot of stuff. We have a lot of classics. We have plays. We have uh, multilingual books. Um, we have periodicals. We have, uh, you know, just a lot of cheap dime store novels so people can take their mind off things. We have short stories. We have a, it's a full library. We try to cultivate it as best we can. And people are bringing you books and just dro- dropping them off? Yeah, all you got to do is show up and drop a book off and or show up and pick a book up. Okay, so it's on the honor system? That's right. I mean, it's a book. It's free. It's a book. It's free. It's knowledge. is free. So, what, yeah, what are your three demands for, if you could have three demands for this experience, what are they? I have no demands, and that's kind of part of my point. Okay. Where are you going next? I'm going back to New York after this. How long are you going to be here? October 25th, I leave. Chicken Leather, do you have any questions? I do. How does this compare to the other two that you've been at? Uh, It's far more peaceful in terms of its relationship to the city. Uh, and it's far more um, relaxed in terms of its relationship to the weather and the elements. Yes, I heard that New York was extremely cold, and in New York they're not allowed to have tents outside, so it's a very different experience. Uh, Yeah, I haven't been there in a long time, uh, but they are preparing for the winter, and as I go back, I'm interested to see what that means. Can I ask what you're writing there? Uh, this is just some personal writings and stuff um, in terms of what the library might need and how the library can grow and expand once I leave. So who's going to take over the library when you leave? Well, the library, because it's a free library, it doesn't belong to anyone, and I don't necessarily think that it needs anyone to operate it. So I think the uh, people who are living here will take it over all by themselves. Okay. If somebody wanted to uh, organize a library project for you, could, could they find you? Could they come and talk to you over there? I'm always in the library. Wonderful. Okay. I, um, do you find any parallels between your uh, experiences being a librarian and, and those in advertising? Do you find any things that have helped you being uh, in, formerly uh, in uh, advertising and now in this? Do you find any similarities, uh, things that are inherently against each other? or? or uh... um, I, I think it's... Um Entirely different, and that's quite refreshing. <laughs> All, right. All right, wonderful. Thanks for coming over here. Have a good day. Okay. So we're closing up in 15 minutes. Hi. I'm Mr. Sturgis. Hi. I'm April. It's Larry. It's Larry. Well, yeah. Wall Street Swindler. Ooh, Larry from the Wall Street. We are. Hi, we're down here checking out the uh, Occupy LA from the WallStreetSwindler.com. And you know, 
This is beautiful. I, I just had an interface with uh, three of uh, Los Angeles's finest, and it was a fine chat. You know, I asked the question. I said, are any of you guys rich? And they said, no. I said, so you're pretty much like us. Yeah. Well, thank you for being cool and your tolerance. We really appreciate it. They were great. Cheers to the LAPD and the city fathers who are allowing this to go on. L.A. is the place. How long have you been here? I got here this morning. Uh, I've been following on the blog and following on the live feed. And uh, so that's how I knew to bring down some dollies and uh, a little headlight because I saw that posted that you needed that. And, you know, some other stuff that I had laying around that, you know, you guys need. And I encourage everybody to check out the blog, see what they need, donate and contribute if you can, because this is happening. What's the name of the blog? Um, well, the blog is OccupyLosAngeles.org. I was talking about this one. Oh, WallStreetSwindler.com. Okay, so you're, you're wearing a press pass from Wall Street Swindler. Can you tell us uh, what you what you what kind of stuff you cover there? Oh, absolutely. What we do is we are the online aggregation for stories about greed, corruption, you know, uh, people uh, doing phony mortgage stuff, people doing phony security stuff, counterfeiting, bribery, judges that go to jail. You know, check it out because we've got hundreds of stories about corruption and you know and people getting caught which is about time because they need to be caught they need to go away they need to get out of the system and if we can help that's what we do april says the big media media is coming in big media is coming in well this wall street you saying wall street swindler.com is not big media no we've been around for about a year you know we had a big camera oh you had a big camera oh that is big media well, hey, is it thanks. all about size? I think this one's just as big. Hey, sir. You want to talk? What's your name? John Johnson. And uh, what you, what you here today? Uh, <laughs> well, let's see. My my brother works for the post office, and they want to throw him out of his job. So I thought, well, he can't come. So I thought, you know, he could put uh, raise the postage two or three cents like they've always done and then make decisions on that afterwards. You know, like four or five years from now, instead of throwing 200,000 people out of their jobs, with the ripple effect being a million people, but also uh, the real reason I'm here is my 71-year-old neighbor said she couldn't come because of her health. So, you know what? I could. So, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for representing your brother and your, and your neighbor. All right, thank you. Appreciate you being here. Okay, so we've got people from all walks of life uh, coming out here today. People who are personally impacted and affected. Thank you very much. Um, so, April, what do you think as we come to the close of... Uh, I'm sorry I waved off chicken leather. No, that's okay. Some people don't like the video camera. I understand that. Um, what do I think? I'm really inspired by what we've seen here today. I am... Excited to see it grow. I wish that I, we could talk to people for hours, and I'm just really uh, excited that people are getting along, and there's no. Uh, it's just a really positive environment, and um, 
Yeah, lots of horn honking and. Um, Oh, Joe's going to come and help us close up. Come to uh, Occupy LA. We're building a new society, and we welcome all types of bikes. That was nice. Oh, Joe. Joe. So, bike love. I do. I have a, I'm a sucker for old Peugeots, but, you know, a mountain bike. There's a white one over there. Is there really? An old Peugeot, yeah. In the 70s? A 70s model? Ooh, a man after my own heart. So, uh... uh I don't know. I can show it to you. Yeah. Yeah, I ride, which I got from the Bicycle Kitchen, shout out, uh, 75 Peugeot U08, which I'm in the process of restoring. It's my baby. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. So you're going to be here all weekend? I am. I'm going to be here indefinitely until our demands are met or until this fizzles out. Cool. Um, we're going to be at Cic tomorrow, and uh, I guess you'll be here. Streaming live from Cic you, like you can't leave? Yes and no. It's, you know, we're so busy here, you know in working you know creating this movement that i shower maybe every other day every third day um it'll be nice when the movement gets going and we have more people that to carry the load share the load you know right now it's a few of us that are busting our ass well this is kind of a thin strip of land here what, yeah. how would you deal with more people well the deal is originally the camp was on the south lawn and city hall asked us can you guys move to the north lawn we need to we have a, a movie that you know, they were going to shoot here for years. They're going to shoot it. Okay, cool. We'll move to the North Lawn. They're done shooting. So we're in the process of moving back to the South Lawn. And that should be, you know, the permanent camp is going to be on the South Lawn from now on. Really? The original place that it was? Yeah. We only moved because, you know, we're working with the city. And they asked us to move to North Lawn for, for a couple days. So, so uh, how many people would you say we could accommodate here? You know, if we take both lawns, you could, you could fit 2,000 people on the grass surrounding the park and the sidewalks. If, if we were to build a ring around City Hall, we could have 3,000 people living here. So, we're, we're almost uh, out of time here. We got April tried to talk to some guy. Um, you, so, you're meeting people who've actually had, you know, their homes taken by banks. All you know, All the time. It's not just a bunch of hippie kids living in intense smoking weed you see moms come out here from glendale pasadena burbank that you know single moms that have three jobs and are still you know struggling to to feed their kids and as when when the movement starts growing like that when you start bringing in white picket fence type people that's when this is really gonna have an impact yeah we just talked to a guy who said you know his brother's losing his job at the post office and his neighbor is you know i i well I was distracted at that point, but but he was like, you know, the, the, several people have almost broken down when we talked to them. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's an emotional thing. You know, nobody likes the pressure, this constant stress of of knowing that you're working your hardest. You know, they say work. That's that's the American ethic is pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, and you try to do that. You try to live the American dream. You do everything right, and you ne can never get there. And you know, if we work hard in the society, we should get what's coming to us you know it's as simple as that and and that's what we're going to do here so i'm noticing thank you breaking news the tour de fat ride is coming and jesus christ is leading the ride what a great close for the show this would be perfect um so i just oh tour de fat's riding by yay um, gonna, they must be coming to 
make a left, right? No, no they're not gonna. Oh, they can't. Oh, uh, that's. Um, can I tell you what that nice man said when yes. I asked him if he wanted to be on the radio? Yes. What is he had a sign that said, "He." What did it say? Something about his mortgage, right? You read his it. Mom. Uh, his got kicked out of her home in her golden years. Seventy-five-year-old mom. Yeah. Um, this is a very like uh, average-looking American man in his middle ages, well-dressed, clean, white T-shirt, just playing, just describing him to you all. Um, I said, "Would you like to be on the radio?" And he said, "I can't. I have such a tragedy that I, when I start to talk about it, I get overwhelmed and I, I can't express myself. I need to just be here and." So there's a lot of there's a lot of people here who are not able to, to talk and hopefully we can try to celebrate that in a way that makes sense to us and um, and honor the people who are here to to move their lives forward. I've heard the word honor from somebody else here and I think that you know honoring things is important, especially when you're doing media um, at a at a place like this. All right, uh, April, what do you want to close the show? Thank you, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow at Ciclavia. We'll be um, we'll be live at Mama's Tamales all day. <laughs> yeah, it's Mama's Tamales. Cool. Um, at Ciclavia. So, do you want to describe some of what we're seeing here as as we oh, close? Oh, I see some pink wigs and some sort of fat uh, ride. Sort of fat is riding by. I see some lots of lovely cyclists riding by in costumes. And they're going to the LA State Historic Park. You know, I did I did give a shout out earlier to New Belgium, and I, I thanked um, when Joni and I were talking because she was going to uh, the park. I, I talked a little bit about um, Matt and Michael, who we interviewed yesterday, and thanked them for making them available, uh, themselves available, and how uh, wonderful what it is they're doing is. And um, so we'll we'll play that tape another time, and hopefully we can. Um, we can go to Tour de Fat next year. So I see tandems. I see a recumbent trike. I see people dressed up. One is somebody's like a banana. I see lots of overalls. And some plaid. Right, cool. And that's Tour de Fat. That's a whole other story. Right. Tour de Fat right. is a whole other story. Ciao. Hey, we're done here. Thank you for listening.